Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alamin, wa bihi nasta'in, wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidil Mursaleen, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Wa ba'du fayakulu Allahu jalla wa ala fi muhkami tanzil, fa'ada a'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim, bismillahirrahmanirrahim. La'allaka bakhi'un nafsaka alla yakunu mu'minin, inna sha'nu nazil alayhim minash sama'i ayatan fadhallat a'naquhum laha khadri'in. Sadaqallahul aliyyul maulana al-azim. Jama'at Muslimin and respected listeners, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. All praises are due to Allah Jalla wa ala, our creator, sustainer, nourisher, provider, and protector. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is in control of everything. Allah who needs nothing. Ahadun alone, worthy of worship. None is worthy of worship besides Allah. La ilaha illa Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala provides for everybody. Allah is our creator, and Allah. Everything besides Allah is the creation of Allah. Allah needs nothing of His creation. We are in need of Allah Jalla wa ala. On the face of this earth, whatever Allah has created in this earth, above this earth and in the sky, Allah has created for the benefit of mankind. Whether it be the sun, the stars, the moon, whether it be the atmosphere itself, whether it be uh, the, the vegetation that grows, the clouds that Allah sends with rain, all of these Allah has created for mankind, for them to use. And mankind, Allah has created you and I for the Jannah of Allah. We are here temporarily, a short period of time. If we are obedient to Allah, we believe in Allah, we carry out the orders of Allah and we stay away from that which Allah has prohibited, we will earn the pleasure of Allah and the Jannah of Allah. And the Jannah of Allah is forever and ever. And if a person disbelieves in Allah, disobedient to Allah, persists in disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then there is the fire of Jahannam. May Allah save us. Amin. Thumma amin. So Allah has created this world for us, and Allah has created you and I for the akhirah. We are here for a short period of time. Allah is but testing us in this world, and our reward will be in the year after. The world is temporary. The year after is forever and ever. This is the reality of our lives. Here we are born, here we will die, and you will be raised by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah, and then there will be life for eternity. May Allah grant us the Jannah of Allah. Amin thumma amin. We send salawat and salam, greetings and salutations upon the beloved of Allah, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, who came to show us how to live the Qur'an. The beloved of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, who showed us the personification of the Holy Qur'an. This is how you carry out the orders of Allah. So we carry out the orders of Allah, as shown to us by Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the Sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhum they are our link to Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam they transmitted the ahadith of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam they were the ones who were there at the farewell pilgrimage and they carried out the duty assigned to them by Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam فَلِبَلِّهُ شَاهِدُ مِنْكُمُ الْغَائِبَةِ those of you who are present today Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said over 1400 years ago should convey to those who are absent and then the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum they never, all of them they never died in Makkah al-Mukarramah or Madinah al-Munawwarah you'll find their graves as far as Turkey present day Iraq, present day Iran even further downwards towards Afghanistan and some in Pakistan as well you'll find their graves if you go to the west you'll find their graves on the top of Africa, all those countries that are above in Africa, then you will find the graves as far as Spain, the graves of the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum. What were they doing there? 
They were propagating the deen of Allah. They were calling towards the deen of Allah. They were calling people away from the worship of idols and calling them towards the worship of Allah. They were calling them away from the oppression of those corrupt religions that they were following and calling them towards the justice of Islam. These were the Sahaba and the companions of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We thank Allah for gathering us in the house of Allah to pray our Fajr Salah with Jama'ah. Allah reward us, Amin, Thumma Amin. Allah grant us sincerity in what we do, and may our reward be great in the year after, and may Allah make it a means of barakah and a rizq in this world, Amin, Thumma Amin. Allah Jalla wa'ala, in ayah number three of Surah Al-Shu'ara. Surah Al-Shu'ara is the 26th Surah of the Holy Quran. It is named after the poet because Allah makes mention towards the end of the Surah and the chapter, Allah makes mention of the, of the poet. And we've spoken about a week or two ago about poetry. In ayah number three, Allah Jalla wa'ala tells Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it may be that you bakhi'un nafsaka, that you destroy yourself, a muhlikun nafsaka, that you destroy yourself, Allah yakunu mu'mineen, due to the fact that they are not accepting iman, they are not believing in you. Meaning Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his worry was that how could each and every person say the kalima la ilaha illallah, believe in Allah, practice, follow the orders of Allah, and earn the jannah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That how a person can use this temporary life, the short life, to earn eternal bliss and joy and pleasure in the jannah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So much so that Allah jalla wa ala says, la'allaka bakhi'un nafsaka. It may be that you're going to destroy yourself. You're going to, we might say today in colloquial terms, you will burn out, you won't be able to go on. Now we can imagine the fervor and the kind of urgency Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa attached to calling towards the deen of Allah, calling towards Allah, telling people about Allah, who Allah is, what Allah does, our dependence on Allah, the shortness of this world and the eternity of the year after, that the Jannah and Jahannam, the reality thereof, and how you can earn Jannah, and how you can save yourself from the fire of Jahannam. So Allah tells Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, لَعَلَّكَ بَاخِعُ النَّسَكَ It might be that you are going to destroy yourself. أَيْ مُهْلِكُ النَّسَكَ Muhlik means to destroy something. Why? أَلَّا يَكُونُ مُؤْمِنِينَ uh, that they are not accepting Iman and you know the reality. The Prophet of Allah knows if you don't accept Iman, it is forever and ever in the fire of Jahannam. And if you believe in Allah, carry out the orders of Allah, then there is joy in the, in the Jannah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the gardens of paradise. So that fervor, and this was to Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We cannot say now, no, we also must relax because you know if people don't want to accept Islam, then, we, uh, then that has been put out for them. We must first compare our efforts to the effort of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Days and nights without, without a fire burning in the home, calling towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from marketplace to marketplace. Imagine walking in a marketplace and somebody behind Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam telling people, don't listen to him, he's mad, he's a sorcerer, he's a poet. Don't listen to him, we the people of Makkah, we don't listen to him, you also don't listen to him. And Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is calling people away from the worship of idols. There are over 300 idols in the Kaaba and more around the Kaaba, people are worshiping idols. They've been worshiping idols for decades. Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam comes and says, "Believe in one Allah. There is no god but Allah. La ilaha illallah. And very few are accepting Islam." After 13 years in Makkah al-Mukarramah and two years in Madinah al-Munawwara, the amount of Muslim men who fought in the Battle of Badr are 313. 
that after 15 years according towards Islam, there were more Muslims, for there were children as well, and there were women folk, and there might have been a few men folk who were not able to partake in the battle. They were busy in other, uh, uh, carrying out the orders of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa in other ways, but the number still is nothing over 400, 500. After 15 years of calling towards the deen of Allah, Jalla wa'ala, la'allaka bakhi'un nasaka. It may be that you are going to destroy yourself. Why does Allah tell this to Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? To end off, Hafid Maduddin ibn Kathir rahimahullah ta'ala says, وَهَذِي تَسَلِّيَّةٌ مِّنَ اللَّهِ لِرَسُولِهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ فِي عَدَمِ إِيمَانٍ مَا لَمْ يُؤْمِنْ بِهِ مِنَ الْكُفَارِ This is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala consoles Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That there are those who have not accepted Islam. The efforts you are making, the efforts that you are making, you are making so much effort and sacrifice. Your life would go for the amount of effort and sacrifice that you are making. There is no shortfall from your side. You are doing everything that you everything you can. Yet it is the uh, the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa taala that there are those who are going to accept Islam. The effort you are making in its place. There are those who are going to accept Islam, and there are those who are going to die without iman. The efforts that you are making are such. It might be that you lose your life. So much effort and sacrifice that you are making. So there is no shortcoming and shortfall in the efforts that you are making to invite people towards the deen of Allah subhanahu wa taala. And therefore, in other ayat, Allah tells Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, "In alayka illa al-balag." You have no responsibility but to convey. Once you have conveyed, your responsibility has been fulfilled. You've done what you should have done. Their acceptance is now their responsibility and they will be held responsible by Allah. Therefore, in another ayah, Allah says, Ya wa Rasulu, Ballig ma unzila ilayka min Rabbik, O Prophet of Allah, convey that which you have been, uh, which has been revealed to you by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and from Allah jalla wa ala. And in another ayah, Allah says, إِنَّكَ لَا تَهْدِي مَنْ أَحْبَبْتَ You cannot guide whom you love, وَلَكِنَّ اللَّهِ يَهْدِي مَنْ يَشَاءُ But Allah guides whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants. Meaning, you can call, you can convey, you can encourage, you can explain the virtues, you can talk about Jannah, you can talk about the fire of Jahannam, you can do everything in your power and capacity and within your ability to call people towards the deen of Allah. But guidance lies with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If Allah wants to guide somebody, this person will be guided. And if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not put out guidance for a person, no matter what you are doing, all your efforts, all your concern, all your dua, all your crying, that person will not be, be guided for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not put it out for that person. So Allah says in ayah number three, it might be you will destroy yourself. For those who are not accepting iman, but you convey a prophet of Allah. Allah is consoling Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Allah is quantifying the sacrifice of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah make us also of those who sacrifice according towards the deen of Allah. We speak about Allah. We call towards the oneness of Allah. And Allah make us of those who are guided. And Allah make us a means of guidance. Amin thumma amin. Subhanallah wa bihamdi. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika. Nashadu an la ilaha illa anta. Nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayka.